welcome to a new episode of the Reset Button with me, Dylan. I'm very happy that you're listening. Today's guest is Chase Bossart. He's a yoga teacher, and I actually met him many years ago when we were both in graduate school studying religious studies at UC Santa Barbara. From uh, Santa Barbara, he went on to do business overseas in China for a long time, but also continued many years of deep yoga study in India, where his teacher was Mr. TKV Desikachar. Chase uh, is now back in the United States and has been for some time teaching yoga online and in person at Yoga Well Institute. That's yogawell.com. And he's uh, one of the most intelligent, inquisitive, curious, and holistic practitioners of yoga that I know of. So I was especially excited to get in touch with him and have a conversation about meditation, stabilizing your body and mind, and how coming alive can help both you and the world around you. So without further ado, let's go to the interview with Chase. Seems like a lot has been going on in 2020. So um, one of the one of the purposes of this podcast is to talk with people like you who have some some practice or some experience in um, helping uh, people kind of stabilize or get more um, reduce anxiety or, or get more grounded in times of uh, chaos and change like we have right now. So my first question is uh is there a practice that you recommend or that you return to frequently that that helps you deal with the kind of craziness and anxiety of the modern world craziness and anxiety (laughs) what are you talking about this is all normal isn't it (laughs) i mean that's an interesting question uh in a way yeah you know there's this uh um there's this idea that uh, modern times are more sort of crazy than uh, past times and whatnot. And, and, um, you know, there's a, there's a decent argument for that. Um, And, you know, difficulties in life are nothing new, you know, the, um, so my training is in yoga and from a yoga perspective, uh, the practice of yoga does not save you from difficulties in life. It instead shifts the way that you respond to them. So from a yoga perspective, um, everything that's happening in your system is an expression of the overall state of your system. So when we get out of balance, depending on the direction of the imbalance, Mm. there'll be negative emotions. So it could be anxiety and nervousness or isolation or fear. Could be uh, frustration, anger. Also in that direction is perfection and uh, judgment, control, 
could be another direction is uh, uh, grief or attachment, etc. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the main the main point of practice is to bring us back towards our balance, um, and to actually see these kinds of uh, responses like anxiety or you know anger or whatever you may be feeling when you look at the state of the world right now as resulting from how your system is operating more than resulting from the event. Hmm. So, so what you control rather than the environment around you. I'm, I'm sorry, say that again. More, more to do with focusing on what, what you can control or, or the, the, the internal system that you have some, some uh, ability to, to shape or to direct as opposed yeah. to the environment around you. Yeah, you know, I mean, you mentioned these fires that are, that are happening right now. Like a bunch of them are 0% contained. You can't just contain them in one minute or in one day. So like, even if the smoke is like really affecting you, this is going to be around for a while. And, you know, you said election, you said election uh, uh, season <laughs> is heating up. Yeah, it looks pretty hot. <laughs> and, and yeah. not, it ain't going away. Oh, and by the way, after the election, there is a very solid chance that um, it gets even hotter. Right. So, um, you know, that's not something that um, any one person can can avoid or shift or make different, etc. All we can really have some influence on is what is our the state of our system. So, yep. you know, let me say something here, because you talk a lot um, in your teaching about about the system. And I, I would say that just point out for the listeners that your approach to yoga is not just doing poses on a yoga mat. Um, but it's a, you, you seem to have a very holistic approach. Your, your yeah. yoga is, is much more. About yeah. The, right. Yeah. So some, some, uh, somehow the derivation of yoga that is become dominant in North America is, and a lot of the West is a very, uh, physical oriented practice and you know if you look at the tradition of yoga over the past couple thousand years the main practices have been meditation and conscious breathing you know called pranayama so mm -hmm. um the physical practices have really only been uh, well developed in the past few centuries um they're not they're you know, what yoga is really interested in is the operation of the mind. Of course, mind is in the body and uh, you have emotions and personality and the body is breathing, etc. So all of these things interact and form a single unit. You can't separate your breathing from uh, what you're thinking about because uh, if uh, your breathing is very impaired, you will be thinking about that. <laughs> Very yeah. quickly. Yes. <laughs> yes, and you might notice if you step outside on a smoky day, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Quite directly and quite immediately. 
Yeah, and the emotions are um, are pretty directly connected to that as well. So, um, you know, to really see our human system as a as a whole is really important, and all the different aspects of it they they express what's happening with each other and and as, as a unit so yeah. you know when we start talking about well what what is what is the best practice the model of vinya yoga which is what i do is everything should be individualized to the person because some people have more access to their to their body other people have more access to their to their breath. Some people have more access to like emotion, the way where their attention is going, etc. So, um, and people go out of balance in different directions. So they have different needs, etc. Generally speaking, the principle of practice is intentionally operating some aspect of your system in the way that it operates when it's balanced. So, for instance, uh, when we're when we're balanced, our breath tends to be long and smooth. This is really evident in a baby. You know, if you if you watch a newborn breathing, there's a while they're sleeping, there's kind of a a wave, and it's smooth and it's subtle and and it's mm. comfortable. And then the moment there's some sort of uh, feeling or disruption or you know they get hungry or they something scares them or whatever immediately the breath is interrupted yeah so um in terms of breathing a general principle is that making the breath longer and smoother brings us towards balance and then mm -hmm. you know all kinds of techniques are there to help facilitate that and they should be applied based on what is the issue that the person has in making their breath long and smooth mm -hmm. so you're saying the breath is just an example but the idea is to take that part of the system and intentionally move it in the direction that it would be in if your whole system was in balance yeah and that how entrains the rest of your system to come closer to balance? Yeah, well, everything is interconnected. So when one part starts operating as though it's balanced, the others will also be moved towards balance. You mm -hmm. know, other other um, aspects of this are when you are when you're balanced, the mind is directable. So mm -hmm. you know what happens during fire season or, or I mean fire season it's so such so funny and I mean we never even had a fire season like five years ago but yeah <laughs> good thing there's no uh you know climate change because if there was just think what the problems would be right <laughs> <laughs> so anyway the point is is that you know during fire season you may have some important paper you have to work on or some meeting you have to prepare for or project you're trying to complete but you keep finding your mind wandering to like, oh man, look at the air quality and I can't, you know, and then, oh yeah, yeah, bring it back to your project or, um, you know, that wandering of the mind 
is expressing something about the state of our system. And mm-hmm. the more balanced we are, then the easier it is to keep the mind where you'd like it to be. In other words, to prevent it from wandering and keep it focused on what the what the topic is. So yeah. anything that we do that requires attention that we can be successful at is a kind of practice that will bring us towards balance. Hmm. Even if that's something as simple as, uh, I don't know, reading a novel or um, watching calling YouTube videos or something. <laughs> well, we definitely put the line at the YouTube videos, but <laughs> uh, I would say like a puzzle is a good example. Mm, okay. So many people use puzzles. They, they like, quote, like doing puzzles. Well, why? Well, because it requires attention and you're looking at something. So, you know, you don't think about so many other things all that much. Or if you do, you keep coming back to the puzzle as you're looking for, you know, where it fits and the pieces, et cetera. And the result of that as a practice is that it will shift the system towards balance. And, you know, we we talked, you know, the, the, the human system also has an emotional level or aspect or dimension, whatever you want to call it. So as we move towards balance, then the emotions will come, they will also shift towards the way that we are when we're balanced, which is peace. So by doing a puzzle, it focuses my mind. And as I, therefore it changes my state. As my state changes, I feel more peaceful hey i think i like doing puzzles (laughs) yeah yeah oh that's beautiful um and very accessible right it's um i I like that that activities that yeah um, you know you don't necessarily need to go to india right well um, you you see this in our culture like people do sudoku this is an example or um or, you know, anything that's a creative pursuit, like painting or trying to write a poem, which mm-hmm. you're so good at. Or these other things, they 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 were playing a musical instrument. You know, these things require attention to do. And that exercising of the attention changes our state, changes how we feel. Yeah. So... I'd like to shift the focus to to wider the wider question now. Um, I mean, we could talk about this for hours, probably, but because <laughs> it's a short podcast. I also want to give you a chance to talk about what you think the the world needs. Like, what can we do, not just to help balance our systems, but to um, to uh, you know, since we seem to be in such a major historical inflection point, what do you? Is there is there a social practice or is there a an area of focus that, that we should be paying attention to if we want to help society move forward, the planet move forward in a in a more beneficial way? So I have this quote on my emails by Howard Thurman. It says, Don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive and go and do that. Because what the world needs is people that have come alive. And I love that quote. 
what what for for me this is very yoga the the purpose of yoga is not to be fit or to have a good bum or to you know have a ecstatic experience of god etc which is all those things are are you know legitimate uh, pursuits etc but the purpose of yoga is that we are spiritual beings in human form and that's not accidental mm. you have something to do here that's why you're here so yoga the practice of yoga helps us to come into touch with what's really in our heart and what we really are interested in and what really uh, calls us and then gives us the tools and the courage, et cetera, to follow that. And, you know, I, this, there's a lot of confusion that yoga is vegetarian or yoga is uh, Hindu religion or yoga is, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yoga can be used for so many different things. And in fact, many groups do. But to say it is one of those things is to misunderstand its real purpose, which is you be you. And it's a process of coming into connection with who we are. And then you're still in the world. <laughs> yes, you haven't yeah. gone anywhere. <laughs> you, you still got to eat, live somewhere, etc. And, you know, in other words, there's something to do. There's things to do. So what I, what I, away. I mean, you are like, you still have to deal with them, but in principle, it's clearer or easier for you to do what you can authentically do. If you, if you are yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for some people that will mean, oh, we got to protect the vote. And for other people that will mean, oh, we have to, uh, I need to per, I need to run for local office. Or somebody else that's gonna that's gonna mean, wow, this issue is so important. We really climate change. We have to educate people and get them to change their behaviors. And you know, I mean, that's these are just three sort of different options around a, a single idea of you know public service or something like this. But you know, it might be that playing piano or gardening or being a teacher of some sort, you know, there's so many different possibilities. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. to me, that's what the world needs. It needs, it needs people that have come alive. And how do you come alive? You come alive by being in really connection with who you are and what, what calls you. Mm. Which brings us back to the thing you were talking about earlier about finding that balance so that you can really focus, right? Yeah. Use your yeah. your your whole system in the way right. that it wants to be. That's right. You know, it's a it yoga is a multi-step process in order to really have connection with our authenticness, etc. You have to you need a little stillness. You need a little quiet. Well, to really be quiet, you have to have some balance. You know, so how do you get that balance? Well, 
If only it was super easy. <laughs> there's, uh, it's, uh, you know, there's, you have to watch yourself. Well, what is my, what is going on for me? And what, what am I doing? And how am I feeling? And how do I respond, et cetera? You know? Yeah. And then make the effort to, to change the behavior. But it, fortunately, it sounds like there are many, many doors to that, um, to that practice or to that, that, that kind of stabilization. Many different yeah. ways. Can approach yeah, it. that's right. Yeah, you know, I mean, the thing that you know that your earlier question is like, is there a particular practice that, uh, you know, if I if I have to choose one, um, I, I I would choose breathing. Um, you know, I would, I would choose the extending of the exhale. And uh, um, I just, mm. want to, I'll just say a little bit more about that. But before, before I give the sort of technique to how to do it, I just want to emphasize that it's the wrong technique for some people. So uh, because their exhale is already very long and the, that is emphasizing a particular state of particular uh, way that their system is functioning. So to extend the exhale further is going to actually aggravate their problems rather than support them. But, mm. but many people, um, some people just, just can't focus on the breathing either, or they, it, it's very um, anxiety provoking or triggering for them yes, as well. That's right. So then we'd have to try a different technique. So, so the a, a sort of doorway technique for for breathing in yoga is is um, uh, it's kind of uh, a whisper. So let me let me walk you through it, and then uh, <clears throat> and then we'll um, you have experience in it. So so okay, great. Repeat after me. I am whispering. Say it in a whisper. Okay. I am whispering. When I whisper, I can feel my throat. When. I whisper, I can feel my throat. Yes. Is that true? You don't have to repeat that. I'm just yeah. asking a question. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> yes. I can feel it in my throat. There's like in a little, it's almost a scratchiness or a right. hissing uh, type feeling in the back of my throat. Yeah, super. So let me have you say it one more time. When I whisper, I can feel my throat. When I whisper, I can feel my throat. Now, I'm going to have you whisper, ah. So it'd be like this, ah. Very good. Take a big inhale and slowly whisper, ah. See how long you can make it. Repeat, make it longer. <laughs> so so um the general technique is to try to have the whispered awe be very soft and also long so if it gets too long then the inhale will be gasping you know <sighs> there will be some strain or rush on the inhale then you know okay i've made it too long but if you can just make it long, 
and at the same time very subtle and at the very at the same time very comfortable then the result will be um, it starts to shift the way the system functions and mm. um, you know if, I would say that this is something that anybody can do if they are feeling some anxiety or frustration or anger etc you just maybe take 10 or 20 of these breaths and have it be long and smooth and don't do anything else see what happens i will uh endorse that it's a it's a an, a practice that i've found really useful in my life just to take you know, 10 breaths, 10 deep breaths. And to make, I, you know, so I don't always do it with the, the, the sound that you have just described here, the Oceana or Ujjayi, right? Yes. But, um, but I, I, sometimes I do. And it's, it's very effective at calming, calming the body down, the emotions along with it. So it's a, it's a very effective practice. Cool. Cool. Good. Super. Um, and for the conversation. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, Dylan. It's always a pleasure to talk with you and happy to do that any day. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Reset Button. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Chase. As I mentioned at the beginning, if you want to find out more about his work and what he does, check out yogawell.com. I'd love to hear from you if you have thoughts about this episode or suggestions about people I might interview for future episodes. Please get in touch. You can find me on the web at dylan.tweeny.com, on Twitter at dylan20, that's dylan20. Or if you're listening to me on Anchor, you can send me a voice comment. I'd love to hear your voice. Until next time, be well.